Hello and welcome to the Inspired Podcast, the podcast series where we create educational and impactful content, where we take a deep dive into the work and contributions of the world's best thinkers. My aim is to build an online community of young African brothers and sisters who want to shake things up. This podcast is all about inspiring you to become the best version of yourself, providing you with the tools and knowledge on how to get there. Over here, we believe in the power of community, living life filled with purpose and being led by curiosity. So please feel free to get involved in the conversations by following me on my socials in the show notes. My name is Anita Jaha and this is Inspired. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to my channel. It feels so good to be back. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to take this moment and say that I am back. I am back like um, it feels so good to be behind the mic again. I am back with weekly installs from today forward. Please expect episodes, new episodes to drop on a weekly. I'm back with a new series on my podcast. It's going to be a book series where I take one of my favorite books and discuss topics from there. So yeah. It feels so good to be back. I'll be uploading only on the podcast side of things though. So on Apple, on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and not on YouTube yet. Not for now, but it's coming. It's coming. And now into the meat and bones of today's episode. Hello everybody and welcome back to another weekly install of the Inspired Podcast hosted by yours truly, Anita Jaha. In today's episode, we will be discussing grit and we will be doing that using the astonishing book by Angela Duckworth, Grit, which I still find it very useful to this day. I will admit that this book has been on my shelf for quite some time now. And after I've read it for the second time, I got inspired to speak about why people succeed or rather the factors that contribute to someone succeeding and someone not succeeding. And I'll be doing that through Angela's beautiful, beautiful work. Angela has done some pioneering work to measure grit at West Point Military. She has conducted studies in National Spelling Bee Champions, military training graduates, and top corporate executives to determine their biggest predictor to success. Basically, she wanted to know why do other people succeed and why do other people fail? So we all love a heartwarming story of someone who has made it against all odds. We all love a story with a happy ending. You know those stories, those stories that give you an oomph of inspiration, those stories that make you feel warm inside. We all love that. Please inject it into my veins. But that is not the romanticized version of success that we will be discussing on today's episode. Today, we'll be exploring what is grit and why it matters. We will be exploring how to build grit and how to find your passion. And we'll be briefly touching on deliberate practice. So what is grit and why does it matter? Grit is passion and perseverance for long-term goals. After reading the book, I got the sense that it is having the courage and the determination despite difficulty to reach your goal. It is having the courage and determination even when you screw up, even when you go off track, even when you fall down, or even when you feel like the progress that you are trying to make towards your goal is not as fast as you like it to be. 
Grit is when one uses their passion and their perseverance to service a long-term goal. In other words, I like to think of gritty people as people who are able to put in a sustained effort of time and energy in their chosen domain, right? It's having the it's having the it's a marathon not a sprint type of attitude. You know what I mean? So Angela Duckworth proposes two components of grit, that is passion and perseverance. She states that many people tend to focus on the latter part, staying persistent with the goal long after they have realized that that's not what they really want. And I couldn't agree more. And I can guarantee you that it would take both a trial and error to determine what you find both meaningful enough to make it a long term goal but also enjoyable enough to pursue right she then introduces an important aspect and discusses it as at length in a book interest you have to and i couldn't agree more you have to be interested in 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 what you would want to pursue long term there's no way that i see a person following through with a goal or even being bothered enough to follow through with the goal that they're not even remotely interested in i wouldn't do that i wouldn't i wouldn't do that so it is crucial that you find something that inspires you that won't lose its spark as the years go by one that's worth your consistent investment and your consistent energy. So now we know that you need to be interested in whatever long long-term goal that you're trying to service, right? But how do you find your passion? How do you find your passion? Because I feel like that's the most hardest thing to do, finding your passion. Well, finding your passion will take time, and that's okay. If you have found your passion, that's all good and well. Congratulations. Perfect. If you haven't, then you need to start at the very beginning. You need to start at discovery so you need to ask yourself a few questions you need to observe yourself you need to observe where your mind goes so where ask yourself questions such as where does my mind wander to when i'm bored and i'm alone what do i like to think about you know what inspires me when i think about it what do i even care about you know what matters the most to me and in the opposite to those questions, you also need to ask yourself what you find absolutely unbearable, absolutely unbearable. For me, personally, I don't like working weekends. Like after my call center job, I promised myself that me, myself and I will never, never apply for a job willingly when I see that they require me to work a weekend. No, 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 does. For me, I find that absolutely unbearable because I need to have my own time, you know. There's a passage in the book. Of course, it it wouldn't be an inspired podcast if I didn't read a passage from the book, guys. (laughs) You know this by now. It goes as follows. At this early stage of exploration, here are a few relevant rules of thumb. Number one, begin with the answers you surest of and build from there. Number two, don't be afraid to guess. You don't have to find the right one or even the best one, just a direction that feels good. And the last passage, I'll read the whole thing. It says, don't be afraid to erase an answer that isn't working out. At some point, you may choose to write your top level goal 
in indelible ink but until you know for sure work in pencil Mm-mm-mm. inject that into my veins work in pencil i feel like we it's this pressure of achieving right it's the societal pre- societal pressure to achieve the pressure that are put unto us by our families the pressure that we put onto ourselves because we feel like we're not doing enough the pressure that you know you need to have our life figured out we need to know exactly what we want to do for the rest of our lives and the reality is that we're still in our 20s you know what's the rush you have all the time in the world where are you rushing to you know I don't know about you guys, but I find it very inspiring when I read someone's story uh, of like a successful painter or of a successful academic that says that, you know what, for the longest time, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I discovered it when I was 35 or I started painting when I was 40 or I first picked up or I wrote my first novel when I was 41. And those people have gone on and made a success out of themselves. You know, for me, I use that to just lessen the pressure that I put on myself. And I don't need to have it together all the time. I feel like most of us, or some of us rather, find ourselves in this floaty type of state when when you're going through life. Where you know the type of person that you want to be. You you know how you want to show up in the world. You know how to get there, but sometimes but somehow it feels like you're floating, you know? You, you find yourself in the exact same spot that you were a month before, a month before that, and a month before that. So how how do you change then? It is important to remember that passion takes a bit of discovery as we've just discovered, followed by a lot of development and a lifetime of deepening and that is where deliberate practice i think comes in any mastering of a physical or a mental goal requires deliberate practice guys there's absolutely no way that you will reach perfection or you will you will be the best there is in your chosen field of interest if you don't practice if you don't take the time to deepen your interests whether it's learning a dance choreography whether it's playing chess whether it's sing, swinging a cricket bat or you you have dreams of becoming this rugby player or whatever you don't just wake up and you are the best there is practice is the repetition of an action with an aim to improve right so that is what you need to do you need to practice you know deliberate practice because Angela, according to her book, it's not about the hours spent practicing, but rather it is about the quality of the effectiveness of that time spent practicing that pushes you to two heights. So she discovered that many um, successful people have two qualities in common. They are hardworking and resilient and they knew exactly what they wanted. So not only did they have the correct behavior towards attaining their dreams, they knew exactly what they wanted to achieve. If you don't have a direction, you you don't have an idea of what you would like to move towards, um, whether it's trying to climb the corporate ladder, you know, being this uh, bomb ass businesswoman, businessman, or you're trying to be a creative, you you're trying to break out of the, 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 the corporate sort of chuckle. You need some sort of idea as to what you want to achieve. If you are just then there's nothing worthwhile 
would materialize up out of that because you're not focusing your attention and your energies into achieving something. There's this quote that I always tell my friends that I love so much and that where you direct your attention is where you place your energy. It's where you place your energy. So you need to pinpoint exactly what you want or have some sort of idea to zero in, zero in on it and let that motivate you into achieving what you want to achieve. Your ability to learn is not fixed and it can change with your efforts. Your ability to learn is not fixed and it can change with your efforts. Remember when you were a baby, for example, before you learned how to walk, you learned how to crawl. And before you learned how to crawl, you learned how to turn over. The simple act of just turning over to your side or your back required a lot of mental strength. Although you might not remember that because you were a baby, it required a lot of muscle coordination. It required balance. It requires some level of focus on your end as a tiny tot. But you did it. And then you slowly progressed to what? To crawling. And then when that became easier and second nature, you slowly progress to learning how to walk. That's all there is to it. Deliberate practice. You practice that up until it was second nature and you moved on to the next thing. So just to wrap up today's episode and just again, I just want to emphasize that you become what you focus on. You know, again, where you direct your attention is where you place your energy and work in pencil does it. Don't be afraid to erase what doesn't work. Work in pencil. We're all just winging this life thing. We just visualize a better future for yourself. And stop the past and the present and society from telling you who you are and what you cannot achieve. That brings us to the end of this episode. Again, I'll always end the episodes by saying that I just feel like I'm rambling here. I just feel like I'm just rambling, but it is what it is. Thank you for reaching the end of today's episode. I hope to see you next week.